0: Zion Williamson face. Charles Barkley face. Um what's what's
1: up? <laughs> I'm a little uneasy.
0: Oh man, why uneasy?
1: My spirit is a little bit vexed. The uh handmaid's tales coming out in a couple weeks. And then you have Georgia and Alabama with these abortion bills, virtually making it illegal. Yeah, I'm a little uneasy. you know.
0: Explain this. Let's let's uh let's 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 go into little details. Virtually right. This is, easy. this is not a political
1: podcast, and we aren't political pundits, experts, poli sci majors. None of that. But. We do get news through our phones and uh, the big story now here is, um, I think Georgia was the first, the Senate, Georgia State Senate passed a bill um, to make abortions illegal once a heartbeat is detected, which is usually around six weeks, which most women don't really know that they're pregnant at six weeks because it takes about four weeks for your cycle to come back around. And, you know, if you're kind of busy and you're working, you're not really paying attention to it, it's very easy to go, like, two months and be like, oh, snap, I didn't get my period in, like, two months. And then you go to the doctor and they are like, oh, yeah, you're two months pregnant. So once there's a heartbeat...
0: Wait.
1: Yeah. So in the state of Georgia, um, once a heartbeat is detected... You cannot have an abortion. Um, they've also put the limits of incest and rape. That is no longer an excuse to get, to get an abortion. That's also the case in uh, Alabama. Alabama's governor actually just signed their bill. So um, any doctor or anybody, you know, illegally or what, <laughs> tries to perform an abortion and they get caught they are proposing a life a prison sentence of 99 years <laughs> just for trying to do the procedure and trying to get the procedure done. Like they want to, they want to make it known we're not playing with you people on this abortion thing. Um, so it is, it's gonna, it's gonna cause an uprising because we have Roe versus Wade which is an historic um, Supreme Court case that pretty much says it's your body. Do as you please. And if you need to get an abortion, go right ahead. does not matter your race, color, creed, religion. If you feel like you can't afford a baby or you feel like you just don't want it or you feel like it was with some jerk you just laid up with and you ain't really trying to procreate with no loser, Whatever your situation is and you don't want to have that baby, that's your freedom, that's your liberty to do so. But that is no longer the case in the state of Georgia and Alabama. Welcome
0: to Handmaid's Tale. I'm just trying to make sure I heard you correct and I didn't miss here, but you said it's illegal even in the case of incest and rape?
1: Yep. That is correct. What? Yeah. So just imagine some 11-year-old girl gets, you know, raped by her crazy uncle or something, or some guy, she's walking home from school, and then she pops up pregnant from this rape. She's a kid, basically. So they're saying, nah, shorty, you got to have that baby. Unless, the only exception is if it's... Um, it puts the mother's health at risk. Like if her life is in danger, she has some like underlying disease or something and the baby can can kill her, then they'll allow you to have the abortion. But nah, if you're a little girl, 11, 12, 13, and you got raped, sorry, kid.
0: I try to stay out of conversations of people saying, oh, who's pro-choice and who's not. Uh, mainly, and I feel like this is ridiculous that that has to even be made a, like where do people get off trying to it's not your where where and you know we're christian and
1: you know we're supposed to be pro-life or whatever but our beliefs shouldn't be you know forced upon somebody else who doesn't believe in god like we believe in god and that's fine Like, not everybody is meant to be Christian, Muslim, Jew, whatever, pro-life, pro like, whatever. Like, just because you feel like your religion tells you that you can't abort a baby, that's, that's not your right to infringe that upon my life. So that's what I am. I don't understand Republicans. Republicans are always harping on this, government has no business. And this government shouldn't tell you you can't own a gun. Government shouldn't tell you you have to have health insurance. Oh, but the government could tell a woman you got to keep that baby. So I don't know. This is these are weird times for me, and I'm <laughs> I'm a little bit uneasy. This is it's, it's, it's kind of scary.
0: I'm too confused as to how. Um, let's just say. If it passes in New York, how somebody in an office, in a political government office can tell me. On whatever street I live on, that if I get pregnant, I have to now keep my child. What if I'm unprepared? What if I am inadequate? What if I don't have the resources? What if I was raped? What if it was incest? Why are you forcing me now? Yep.
1: Yep. It's Scary times. And on top of that, the Supreme Court is tilted to the Republican side, thanks to the, uh, you know, the Kavanaugh. Then that was a whole thing. And it was because of situations like this. So if, you know, people take it to the streets and, you know, the, the case goes up to the Supreme Court, they're presenting this case to a Republican, basically, Supreme Court. So. Who knows if Roe versus Wade would even stand? <laughs> like, and that's crazy to even be saying it. in 2019. Who knows if Roe v. Wade is going to stand? Uh, so, yeah.
0: And that's, is that not? So, the premise of Handmaid said, he said, uh... yeah, it's <laughs> basically like some religious cult
1: based. You know, everybody's within this 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 one village and it's it's very religious and biblical. Um yeah. So <laughs> we could be heading there. We could be heading there.
0: <laughs> you know what's crazy to me? I always felt like some writing comes was from a little somewhere. T- yeah.
1: <laughs> Comes from somewhere.
0: Yeah. Um, even as a Christian, I'm. I'm going to go with me. As, as a Christian, still, I feel like you can't tell somebody that they should keep a child if they're not in a position to have that child. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You may agree or disagree with me as a Christian. But that's not, one, we're not, no one's judge. That's the first thing. Right. We're no one's judge. And that person will have to take that up with God because that's their decision. But you shouldn't be stepping in and saying, that's like me telling you, out of the clear blue, like if you decided you wanted to have another kid, you know what? I don't think you should. As a matter of fact, y- 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 you got four. You probably shouldn't. Who the <laughs> hell am I? <laughs> it's crazy how
1: can the government tell a woman you have to have a, you have to have this kid. You're telling a child who gets raped you have to go through with this pregnancy. That is crazy to me.
0: Therapy is going to go up. Um, I don't know. Yeah, PTSD. I want to say from that scenario has got to go up. Like
1: get yeah, the death rate because people are just going to go try to do it illegally. Just like they've been doing with the, with the butt shots. <laughs> like you're going to find somebody that'll take you in their apartment and they'll have them big ass clamps and try to do what it
0: do. Do you? It was a long time ago. Do you remember when we were in PCH? I forget what class it was, but they showed us a video about abortion. I do not. <laughs> All right, the video was it. It was it was a sketchy video, at least because it was these two black girls and. um the, I don't know why my memory is like this. It was these two black girls and they were young <laughs> and they were getting um, they they wanted to get the abortion, but their parents wouldn't let them. So they went to this sketchy old black doctor that had glasses and like there was all like this weird music when the girl went down there and she got on the table and then like it went black. And then, you like, the next scene, you just saw her crying. I don't know who showed us that video, but that was a video <laughs> I saw on PCH. And I think the premise was to teach us about um, sex before marriage or something. I, I, I think it was that extreme. But I distinctly remember watching the video because it was a substitute teacher that played it. And I was uninterested at first. And then I was like, wait, what the heck is
1: going on? That sounds sick, bro.
0: It, it, it's very. The only reason I was actually if you remember it because that, what you just described brought that back to my remembrance as if it, I watched it yesterday.
1: Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. People taking it to the streets. Yeah, that's gonna I, be I a just, hustle. I got abortions for the low low. It's about to be nuts out here. I pray to God that Roe v. Wade holds up if they take this to the higher courts. Because this is not going to be good for this nation.
0: Just, I, even as a guy, and I'm not doing this to like, be PC or anything, but as a guy, if Tiffany got pregnant, um, I, I don't think I have a right to tell her what to do if she asks my suggestion, I can offer it. But at the end of the day, that decision is hers. Yeah. If I, if let's just say we wanted to have a kid and it wasn't the right time and she brought it up to me, I feel like the conversation, I would thank her for having a conversation with me because she doesn't even owe me that. But if she asks my opinion, I can offer my opinion. But at the end of the day, I'm like that decision is yours. I can't tell you what to do with your body. Yeah. And for the government to be
1: able to tell people. The government, bro. <laughs> right. The government All right. All
0: right. All right. is, yeah. Right. Scary times. We're expecting to play this this early, but hit it. Is. I'm going ride out just a little bit. A little bit longer than usual. Yes, I do. Just because. I feel like we need this right now. <laughs> just feel like we need this right now (laughs) get your offbeat co-worker let them know right ah bring it back turn vibrator come on come on don't don't ruin an electric slide fam no one listens to lyrics and now people are going to listen to the lyrics of the electric slide
1: okay my bad my fault.
0: I've been to too many white weddings where they've played the electric slide and I've literally had to stand behind somebody <laughs> <laughs> and move with them.
1: Move them, guide them.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think it's the turn. I think the turn screws people yeah, up. Oh,
1: yeah, them. and you got to have rhythm to hit that turn and then get right to it. Well, white, white people ain't got that. Shout out to Chad. That ain't for the, ain't for the snow, my, the snowies, snow bunnies.
0: At, at my wedding uh, reception, he started playing that, and people were going in the opposite direction. He stopped the music, was like, "Hold up hold up hold up hold up. <laughs> everybody, <face, laughs> everybody face, everybody, everybody face me. <laughs> we're gonna start this <laughs> over." Because a uh, jacked up line dance is when the late people come on from getting their drink or whatever have you, and they yeah. start in the wrong direction. It's like, nigga, come on. You, all, you see us face in one direction, follow us. But yeah, it, it takes a lot of grace to hit that uh, turn and then go right back into one, two, three.
1: Yeah, that ain't for white people. What, what is the white electric slide? What do white people have that equates to that?
0: Uh, any square dance song? I don't have a, a name. <laughs> Square dancing song, but yeah, yeah any square dancing song. Um, your boy Marshall has a song called Square Dance, but I don't think white people are playing it at their uh, their shindigs. Um, it may not be the electric slide, but I know um, their version of Swag Surf, where it becomes a community choir, is Living on a Prayer or uh, Don't Stop <laughs> Believing. Okay, Uh, and either one of those come on. I don't care who's around. I'm gonna sing "Don't Stop Believing" and "Living on a Prayer" at the top of my lungs. I've earned that, right? Okay. Y'all, y'all rap rap lyrics. I will sing "Journey" and "Um Living on a Prayer."
1: Okay. See you. Let me see you play
0: out here in these streets. Holler at the kid. Real, recognize real. All All right. All that gang, gang, squad up.
1: Wow, somebody's grown up.
0: Just saying, it's a real nigga birthday. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's grown up out here. I'm just saying, it's a real nigga's birthday. Is all I'm saying. All right, moving right along. He's putting some respect on my birthday. Taurus in the house, stand up, niggas. Bulls in the house. <laughs> Taurus <laughs> might be the wackest sign. Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't
1: do that! I'm 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 saying. Don't do that. Okay.
0: I'm gonna need you not do that.
1: Okay.
0: We'll revisit. What What is your sign? Scorpio. Oh Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thing. Yep. Are you a science person? Do you believe it? Do you look at your... uh
1: No. Come on.
0: Your, first off, your birthstone is mad. <laughs> what? Chrysan- Chrysanthemum? Get <laughs> <laughs> can of birthstone out of here. <laughs> Funny.
1: A burst
0: on is kind of yeah, whack. I'll give you that. Is Give tra- that. Tra-
1: thi, did
0: that. You got me there. Oh yeah! Oh man! Yeah, your burst trash, man. Scorpio. I, I, I'm, I'm not here for Scorpios. At us. Yeah. Whatever. Well, um, it's not a, it's not a sign, but. Y'all niggas got one week. One more week.
1: i not really thrilled about the finale.
0: That praise and worship music, when you hear that, you know it's time to silence your phones. Cease all talking. Remember when Usher used to come take your gum?
1: yep,
0: that's, <laughs> yep. That's, that's what time it is whenever you hear that music comes on um man I heard niggas say episode 2 that the writing was bad this season and I was trying to figure out what they meant
1: yeah yeah and now I'm like okay what's going on Dave D.B. What are you guys doing out there? But you know what I, I uh I remembered that it's not finished. Like his books are not finished, George Martin. So they're kinda like freestyling. And I figured, you know, George's words were pretty poignant and it meant something, you know, it was like, wow. That was eloquently said. But I guess they just don't have that. You know, they're not authors, they're scriptwriters, which is the difference, you know what I mean? So, it was, yeah, I saw it a lot more in episode four. Especially during the uh, exchange between Sansa and Tyrion. And Tyrion has always been, like, witty and sharp. And it was just, like, a very mundane, ordinary words, ordinary phrasing. I'm like, this is kind of, like, bland. So I picked up on that. I saw people saying that a lot, like, the first, second episode. My man, these niggas tripping. And then Long Night came, and it wasn't, you know, need for much talking or anything. Everybody was just, you know, very tense and scared. And then episode four, I was like, what? (laughs) And then five came, and I was like, okay. All right, let's wrap this up, guys. Thanks. We'll we'll catch you guys. We'll catch Dave and DB on the Confederate. (laughs) (laughs) You see what y'all come up with? (laughs) Cause this, I don't know. It started off. It started off good for me. Um, the long night was like that was like a high, cause it was it was tense, like it was nerve wracking. It was exciting it was you know it was a whole bunch of emotions in that one episode and then to come down from that to what to where they you know what they've given us is just like nah this ain't it fam just like wrap this up thanks
0: i was told that hbo originally wanted to do 10 seasons the writers db said, nah, fam, we're good. They wanted to stop at six, and HBO uh, said, well, can you at least give us eight? HBO wanted to do ten episodes. They only wanted to do six. Um, I can see why. I think they they started using the guys' books, and then once... um, The show took off. They kind of started going in their own direction. I hate. That a show that is as brilliant. As (laughs) Game of Thrones is.
1: It's tanking. They're tanking.
0: In the last season. Yeah. I feel more and more. That there's no reason. The Long Night should not have been. The final episode of the series.
1: If they don't, if they don't make Danny and John fight in this last episode, it is like. And what was Brand for? I still don't understand <laughs> the purpose of Brand because he did not like his whole journey was becoming a three-eyed Raven, and you know, being the, the Night King's Kryptonite or whatever. But then he wasn't even the one to defeat him. He wasn't, like, he was completely useless throughout that whole thing. So I don't like, I don't know what his, like, watching Arya grow up to see what she's become, like, her arc has been amazing. Same thing for Jon. Same thing for Sansa, actually. And then for Bran to go through seasons from, like, a kid to where he is now, like, he's completely useless. I don't understand his, his point now, like, I don't know. It's a lot of things that I'm not understanding about this last season. I'm like, there's just a lot of fire and blood. There's not much. It don't seem like much thought is put into it. It's just like mindless entertainment right now. And like Game of Thrones has never been like mindless entertainment. You always had to watch Game of Thrones two and three times to catch these little subtleties. You know what I mean? Catch these storylines, family histories. No, it was just like mindless entertainment.
0: What was your thoughts on um <laughs> you said episode four? Episode four was uh long night. What was episode four? Oh Masandi.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, that, was, that episode was it was like it was senseless. You're going to take 30 Unsullied, 25 <laughs> Dothraki, 100 Northerners and you're going to go march to King's Landing with your two dragons when she has a freaking navy and. You're on great joy, and then she has the golden, like it was just mindless. And you just gonna fly over and not expect anything to happen. Now, I don't like, I don't understand why they're writing it like this. Like, it was no thought. And even when she was saying it, I'm like, she don't think that one like something's gonna happen to her. Like, the, you have a depleted army, you have a depleted army. What do you think you're gonna do?
0: The niggas tried to advise her and she was being stubborn. And for the second week in a row, yeah. May now be the third week. John's had to rush in to cover up yeah. her going uh off the script, so to be. And I'm tired of you niggas saying John is whack. Cause he is whack. He's been telling y'all niggas since season one, I don't want to be king. And yet young <laughs> you niggas keep trying to make him the king, his auntie keep trying to hump him. The man is stressed. <laughs> He's stressed. He's telling y'all, I don't want it. And y'all niggas keep, you're the rightful king. You're blah, 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 blah. And that nigga's like, nigga, y'all do me back to the wall. I don't care. Nothing about this. Ain't no wall.
1: <laughs> but look, so do you think, because they did a lot of shots with him just like, looking around like this is unbelievable what she's doing. This is not what we agreed to. Do you think he challenges her?
0: All right. I'm going to back up and I'm going to give you the Tarantino answer. It's going to be a little little windy. Um, in terms of just episode five itself, the Bells, um. I get what they were trying to do, but they could have put a little more time into Danny Turner. Give us a little something. And I I had to go back and watch. um, I had to go back and watch when they were talking about the Mad King and what he was trying to do. And then I also had to go back and look at the conversation that uh, Brianne and Jamie had when they were in the hot tub. Because I'm trying to piece together why we ended up here.
1: Okay. Did you conclude anything? It's terrible.
0: The only thing that I got is that she's turned not into a father, but she's worse than her father. Because her father wanted to burn the city down, and that's why Jamie killed him. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she just burned it down out of revenge. But look, I had this thought. Because I saw a lot of people saying she OD'd. I was one of them. A lot of people's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if, if, if someone killed your best friend and you had the opportunity to, you know, avenge that, avenge your best friend without consequence...
0: When you kind of do the same thing, yes. Um, mainly because if my, if you're gonna do that to my best friend and we're asking for mercy, and you're just gonna show that you don't care, um, yeah, it's gonna infuriate me, and I'm gonna want revenge. Yeah. My issue, and Tiffany was saying too, she was like, Yo, she's Dan." And I, at first, I was like, Okay, when she, when she, it immediately took me back to last week. I'm going to get to John, John fighting her. But last week, when her dragon died, the same approach she took this week, why couldn't they do that last week? Circle around and burn these niggas from yeah. behind, do a quick U turn and squash earth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was was my point. Like, it was just mindless. It was like no thought. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they put it that way. It just, I don't know. It just seemed like pointless.
0: They, um, they, they made you think that when she landed and the bells rung, that she was just going to be like, Mm -hmm. all right. I thought she was just going to fly straight to the tower. I thought that too. Look Cersei right in the eyes and say, and Jigaris. burn her to a crisp. Yeah. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, now what's the point of Masandi saying
0: And That was the point. Masandi was telling her, burn all of these niggas up. I don't care Jakaris, nigga. Burn the whole joint down.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, she burned the joint down and didn't even get a chance to burn, you know, Cersei.
0: That's the part that annoys me because it's like you did all that and you still didn't kill Cersei. Right. She died in an earthquake, okay, but it would have been so much more gratifying if she'd have pulled right up to that window.
1: Right. Looked in the face and, like, I'm the reason, you know, your city has fallen and you're about to die. In some kind of more poetic way, like what was what was the significance of them standing in that rubble and then like having the whole Red Keep collapse on their head?
0: A lot of people saying that it what Jamie told her, it didn't matter, um, that it was just them. That that was supposed to be the symbolism that at the end of the day, all they ever really cared about was each other. And that was almost like surreal. I did enjoy watching Cersei break down from being mm-hmm. a strong person in the beginning to mm-hmm. like, oh no, we got the Iron Fleet. Oh no, we got Scorpion. Oh no, the Red Keep is probably the most safe. And that nigga was like, um, beloved. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, she was quickly running out of options. It was like, yeah, that's not available. Neither is that. They're taken out. The walls have been breached. It was like, all right, we're down. Now we're down to just, you know, me, you, in the mountain in this building. <laughs> like,
0: yo, the way the mountain dubbed her and was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: Push that nigga and kill. I'm like yo, push this nigga and crack his skull. That nigga is
0: crazy. Obey your queen. Oh okay, that nigga was like nah fam, (laughs) nah fam. That's not what we gonna do. Check this out. Um, but when they showed when they slow when they were showing John, they were showing him in slow motion. Not even when he heard the bells. And his stance was like, okay, cool, they surrendered. John's so much Ned that it doesn't make sense. Like, stupidity and trying to be noble and trying to be somebody yep. Yep. of his word. Um, I did say, I hope the arc that they go into for the finale is him saying, okay, well, I know I'm supposed to be Targaryen, but I'm so much Stark. Like, it's so much embedded in me Yeah. That, I'm thinking she either tries to kill Sansa or Arya because she just has no, there's no turning back now for Danny. So I'm thinking she tries to kill one of them, which leads to, answer your question, a John and Danny face off.
1: And yeah, maybe Sansa because she's the one who's been spilling it.
0: Now, it was. She also said that
1: be- John betrayed her because she told John not to tell anybody.
0: Again, the nigga don't want to hump his auntie. <laughs> yeah,
1: she'd be fiending for it too.
0: <laughs> he don't want to hump. That's gonna lead me to a conversation. Our next conversation, but uh, she been fiending for it. Let's put a pin in that. i I'm gonna come back to that. But the nigga don't want to sleep with his auntie, and she keep pressing this nigga. And I think it's gonna be. It's gonna take something um, because the nigga's enough. Like. He can try to embrace his Targaryen side, and I think that's what he's been trying to do this season and keep telling niggas, she's my queen. I think it's going to take something drastic like her burning Bran or Sansa or Arya for him to be like... Burn
1: Burn
0: Bran. (laughs) Dragon food. That's (laughs) dragon food. (laughs) But I think... It's going to take something to that extreme to get him to be like, all right, I'm the only one that can get close to you. Your dragons, like, they cool with me, so they ain't going to immediately try to take me out. But I th- I think that's the the way it has to go. Um, and me saying that she's worse than her father, her father, um, I don't know if he paid attention to, like, all the the green, like, fire things that was popping up Mm -hmm. her father had rigged the city because that's what he was going to do before Jamie killed him he was trying to blow up the city with that stuff so that imagery of them showing her with the dragon and then um, like like that green stuff that her pops was going to use was like oh okay this is showing us she really off the handle Um, (laughs) but even in that Nigga, Grey Worm, that nigga just complete back to being a robot. I'm like, oh, okay, well. yeah. So someone said maybe Grey Worm tells uh, Danny that John was telling niggas to fall back and to retreat, and maybe that kind of sets things in motion.
1: I can see that.
0: Then I said last week, I think Tyrion and Varys were... Th- th- their plan was in motion. I don't know if Masani being killed was part of their plan, but to get people to see that she wasn't fit to be ruler, And uh, she kind of did that herself by letting niggas know, I don't care nothing about your city, your women and kids. I get it. You killed her best... Her best friend killed, um got killed, but... Man, it's a dumb... It's a niggas that had nothing to do with it. Collateral damage. Did you see the whole people saying that the uh, only black girl on the cast died in chains and all... That fake yeah, outbreak? I was like,
1: come on. Stop. Please. Not everything is about black people in chains. <laughs> and not being represented in Hollywood. <laughs> 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 Knock it off. <laughs> Not this time. Like, it's applicable a lot of times, but not here.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, you mentioned uh, her pressing this nigga, fiending for the D. And it's been a conversation that I've been having with coworkers. I've had the conversation with Tiffany, who's then had the conversation with her coworkers. But I wanna ask you, and I wanna get your opinion. Do you think women should be aggressors when it comes to sex? Let me finish. Okay. Not, not, the, first, not the first time out. When okay. you've built a rapport with someone, do you feel like women should be aggressors or initiators was what they, they're correct? question that I asked was should they initiate it or do the guys have to always initiate it?
1: Um, I I don't see a problem with women initiating sex. Um, if a woman is, um, very passionate about, you know, sex and exploring sex, um, then I can see how she would initiate it, not waiting for um, her boyfriend or someone she's dating to initiate it. But on the flip side, if you have a woman who's kind of like more reserved and the type to like, oh, I don't really need sex. You know what I mean? Sex is like a luxury. If I, if we do it, that's fine. If we don't, that's also fine. So, she probably won't initiate initiate sex but i don't i don't see a problem with a woman initiating sex and in fact i think a lot of women do <laughs> initiate all right
0: and i'm glad you said exactly that because the conversation has been <clears throat> that women probe guys to initiate they may not necessarily initiate themselves but they do little things that Sparks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The guy should take it from here. My answer to that is that that's complete b- BS. <laughs> and What's complete stuff,
1: BS? That women probe men to initiate.
0: It's BS because I feel like if that's where you wanted, that's where you wanted it to go. Then why didn't you do that? Why are you doing something? Well, says, some women
1: oh, like men to take that, to have that role of being the initiator.
0: But if you're doing something that's going to make me initiate it, why not just initiate it yourself? I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with either way, because a guy, even if you do a booty scooch on a guy at night, it's like, oh, always oh, booty scooch. Oh, it's time. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> it don't, don't take much. But. Um, it it don't take much but if that's where you want it to lead to why not just skip all the formalities and do something yourself that kind of pushes the needle I mean it's the
1: same way that this is for the same reason that women leave hints about gifts and stuff that they want instead of just outright asking hey can you get me this charm bracelet you know what I mean Women just like guys to, you know, take the initiative. I don't know. It's in our DNA. Uh,
0: Women who listen to this podcast, um, let me be the first to tell you that women are trash. Because if you you can't... (laughs) (laughs) If you can't initiate, like, and the, the conversation is all, like, I get... Yeah, it, you know, depending on the circumstance, guys are he aggresses and they usually initiate, my thing is simply if it's something that we mutually want, why do you have to play games about me starting or you starting? If it's, like, why not just be like, oh, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Jump your bones like Danny. But why do you have to, like, send out a, a, a back signal that I have to try to decode to be like, oh. Because like I said, guys, <laughs>
1: don't take much. Don't take much. No, it doesn't. Well, women know that, so just like, okay, it's here. Go for it.
0: Here, here's where that, there's holes in that theory. In this day and age, guys almost have to have an invitation and for women to be like, oh, no, it's okay. You, go ahead. By all means, Um, at work, the conversation turned into, okay, so if a guy shows up to your house and you're wearing um, whatever sexy thing you want to wear to to say, oh, no, it's going to go down, today, guys have to verify, oh, should I make the move? Because if they don't, it's, oh, I wasn't wearing this for you. I, I wasn't doing this as a means for you to come touch me. It's like, fam, come on, man. Stop with, the, stop with the games. If that's what you want, then why not act on it is all I'm asking. Because that's just not how women are wired. That's ridiculous. That is huh. absolutely ridiculous. Well, such is life. I mean, I'm not, I'm not part of the Oh, oh no, you you had a part and you look a certain way. Oh, that, that means you was trying to. No, nah, but if I come to your house and you dress a certain way, I 100 percent in this day and age have to verify that that's what like you're not just dressed like that. Like. Yeah, well, you actually you
1: normally sit in the house in your bra and panties. Maybe she does.
0: I had a a female coworker tell me that's absolutely stupid if a girl does that because she's playing games if if that's not the reason she was speaking for her she said if I'm dressed like that and you come over I already know what time it is I'm like but guys can't go in with that mentality of I know what time it is cause nigga no we don't know what time it is we we don't that's true true. And, and you gotta be safe now then um, safe rather than sorry. And this one of my male co-workers said that when he was in high school, a friend of his, um, him and his girl, uh, had made a plan to have sex in a classroom after school or something like that. <laughs> that, that happened. And then she, she told people that he she raped her. Wow. After making the plan of consensually having sex in a classroom after school. Then it was, Oh no. Um, the rapes, you know, I was raped. And then as a guy, you immediately don't have any play when, um, you're labeled as a rapist. Yeah. Like, so it's like fam. That's crazy. Rash. You hear me?
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Damn, that sucks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Complete and utter trash. If I do say so myself.
1: All uh, right, well, I'm in a trash as well, so yeah, we're even.
0: Are. I'm not just counting you yeah, there. <laughs> you know what else is trash? The goddamn NBA. The NBA is
1: trash. Segway. Segway, God.
0: I'm trying to get better at the segue thing.
1: You're hitting it. You're hitting it.
0: Are these niggas going to tell us the NBA is rigged anytime soon? You know what?
1: I had a thought about this. It's like you don't want to believe that the NBA is rigged, but then you think about capitalism and how greedy people are at the top. And how much they'll do anything to make sure you know their 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 numbers and their lifestyle is at a certain quo. I mean, the NBA would probably do anything to make sure you know these little small market guys don't really disappear under the likeness of like LeBron and the Lakers. And Warriors moving downtown San Francisco. And I want to go to that arena. It's worth $4 billion. It was like the Pelicans and the Grizzlies.
0: They had a 6% chance. One, of getting.
1: Two. <laughs> I was like, holy hell, what are the chances of that? So I was like, dang, this might just be a little bit manipulated.
0: I don't know if it's been said. I know it's been not said that the league owns the Pelicans anyway.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how they remember. They, they blocked the trade with uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. The Lakers. Well, those years ago. Because they wanted to make sure smaller markets were still, you know, able to compete and have kind of like a level playing field.
0: And it being rigged, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I did laugh at Nick fans. um, Oh, I was
1: dying on my Insta story.
0: I wish Insta story saved because I wanted to... uh, use that as the opening, you laughing at the Knicks <laughs> getting the third pick. Because the poetic justice that they showed on Sports Center was them laughing at Lakers fans for having the fourth <laughs> the fourth selection. And then immediately being heartbroken realizing that they had the third. Yeah. Um yeah, that was that was a nice Nice laugh for me. I I enjoyed. uh, But the Knicks really believed. They've been saying Zion, Katie, Kyrie, Zion, blah, 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 blah. Zion, 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 Zion. Zion, The media is
1: really manipulative because they had everybody thinking the Knicks were going to get the number one pick with Zion and Kyrie and Katie were going to come sign here.
0: Do you think the no Zion uh, affects free agency?
1: I do. I even think Katie's injury affects free agency. Because if Golden State wins it all without him, he's going to realize that he probably needed Golden State more than they need him. And he's going to be like, holy hell, where am I supposed to go? Where? <laughs> How am I supposed to get back here? (laughs) What team could I go on that'll get me to three straight finals?
0: I think, and you said the media is very manipulative. I think that's a narrative that they're pushing now. Only way you can beat the Warriors is if you let KD play. It's Mm -hmm. like, uh,
1: okay. Yep. So that a lot today. I saw that a lot today. Golden State is uh, heavily favored to beat uh, the Blazers. The unless, nigga, did you want KD? Unless you insert KD back into the lineup. I'm like, wow, they're really flipping this KD thing.
0: Here's, uh, here's what I think happens. If they do win or lose without KD, I think that starts his narrative of being like, oh, well, y'all didn't need me anyway, and I'm out. Especially okay. if they win. I can see him saying, oh, y'all don't need me. And if they lose, oh, I thought y'all, thought y'all were this mighty team without me anyhow. I can see them starting to form both narratives. Mhm. Um, <laughs> Uh, let, let's do predictions right quick. But who you got in the West? Because you, you had Houston in this role. Who do you have in the West?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna pick Golden State. It's it's no surprise. It shouldn't come as shock to anybody. I has been saying them since <laughs> round one. Uh, who you got in the East?
1: I'm gonna. See- I'm going to say the Raptors.
0: I want to say the Raptors, but me picking against Milwaukee last round has me saying, okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I should pick them this round. So I'm going to go ahead and go back.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. We-, <laughs> we picked the Celtics in 7. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of them niggas in five games. Like, it wasn't even competitive. Like, the Celtics blew them out that first game, and then it was like, all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the Bucks. I believe I mentioned it here last time, like, they can score and burst. Like, they will just burst for, like, 20 like a, they'll go on like a 20 to 3 run and you look up and and you're like down by double digits and and there's no looking back. But they they're very they're young and they're inexperienced and nobody on that team has been to a conference finals. I think George Hill has. maybe the with the Pacers. Only
0: thing that scares me about Toronto is number 7 Kyle Lowry. Mhm. <laughs> Siakam and uh, the Claw who's been balling out of his mind. Balling. Yeah. I think they're going to do their thing. If Kyle Lowry pulls the Kyle Lowry, I think that's the like only like thing that been. hates Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Like he's been doing. But, uh, yeah, I think I got the Bucks. Um, I feel like this goes seven games as well.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to take the Raptors in seven.
0: Warriors in three on on the other side (laughs) because... Did you see the way the Blazers came out last night?
1: Yo, I was like, okay, y'all not know who y'all playing?
0: I want to ask.
1: Yo, the defense, I
0: was like, yo, what are y'all doing? Is it better coming off a seven-game series having a short rest or having a little longer rest? Like, No, you got to have
1: a little longer rest because now the games are every other day. Even when you're traveling, it's like every other day. So you're going to need a little bit of rest in between series, and that might have messed up the Blazers because they were in Denver, and, you know, the altitude, all that is crazy. And then coming down to uh, Cali, I don't know. Maybe they were thrown off a little bit. They did. They looked a little bit scared, like a little timid. I don't know. Something was off with them. But even the defense, like the switches, I was like, what are y'all? They was giving Steph and Clay mad room. Like, all they need is a few inches, and y'all was giving them a couple feet. I'm like, okay, y'all are bugging. They probably – I don't know if they watch film. Maybe they (laughs) could. (laughs) not (laughs) <laughs> that was a sudden that was a Sunday night game and they probably just got in the plane. But they were completely lost. I was like, these niggas have no clue how to how to defend Golden State. Y'all keep playing them like this, y'all gonna get blown out in four games.
0: When Steph hit five threes wide open, I was like, all right. And that's when I I, I, I put on Facebook, if this niggas on like this, this is gonna be a short series. And these niggas didn't trap him one time. They didn't try Man. to like Pushing was Grabbing him line. and
1: stuff on off the screens. They was just running around, him and Clay running around like hamsters on the in a freaking wheel. I'm like, yo, did y'all not learn anything from that Houston series? Were well, y'all well, y'all not watching? I get it, y'all were in your own series, but sheesh.
0: I've never seen anyone run through screens. Like, the way Curry runs through screens reminds me of Tayshaun Prince. The nigga yep. just keeps running.
1: Just keeps running.
0: Keeps running. And Golden State's not afraid of the extra pass. So, if he passes, yep. he gets the screen, and it, it takes two more passes to get back to him off another screen, guess what? Yep. Man yep. Man down. Man down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if, if Kirby's going to average 30-plus points in this series, the Blazers have no chance. Do you sit KD
0: for this? If if the, they win the next game the same way, do you sit KD into the finals?
1: Yeah, absolutely. He, he bookie. I, would, I would imagine the next game to be a little bit more competitive. Um, I would imagine Dame and CJ to add a little bit more points. But they're going to have to, they, like, the both of them together are going to have to be on it in order for the Blazers to even be in a fight.
0: Nigga like said, Golden, if, play, if Golden State plays good and Portland plays great, then they, then they could win this series.
1: <laughs> yeah, they have, like, they have to be on, like, CJ and Dame have to average, like, 65 points together. And they have to lock down Steph and Clay. If they can, if they can achieve those two things, they got a fighting chance. They can't be one or the other, and then they still come out of the series. So they they have to play damn near perfect basketball, scoring high volumes, don't turn the ball over, play great defense, and you could
0: win. <laughs> you see the coach get tight when they ask him about um. Yeah. Well, did you not <laughs> watch what the Rockets did? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga like he said he didn't have 33 and a half. All right then, shut up. Right. Next but yeah, I don't I don't think they're gonna shut Clay and Steph down. Their biggest chance is Dame and CJ. Yeah, just because going.
1: by his response, he doesn't even seem to be taking that defensive approach. He's just gonna it seems like he was like, Okay, well that didn't really work for Houston. Houston is sitting <laughs> home, like Steph average. <laughs> Steph averaged 30 30 points in those last two games. So, yeah, maybe we'll try something different. So, if that's going to be his defensive approach, they have no chance. Like, good night. (laughs) We'll see you next season.
0: Nigga said wide open um, threes are like layups to Stephen Clay, which is the truth. The guy's honest truth. If you let them that wide open, like, I saw a Clay at one shot. He fumbled it. He had so much time to, like, try to figure out what he was doing. The only reason why he missed is because I think he didn't believe he was going to be that (laughs) open.
1: Yeah, it was crazy how how open they were in those threes. I was like, wow. Wow. Because we didn't see that the first two series against Golden State.
0: Even with the Clippers,
1: they was, like, scrapping and chasing and clawing. Um,
0: Um. I'm I'm idiots were saying Steph's a bum. I I'm idiot, uh when his finger when he, he hyperextended his middle finger, I was saying, all right, well this nigga's in a slump.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm idiot
0: I'm idiot. Steph, my apologies. Uh <laughs> I thought that Aisha thing was definitely gonna take you out your game. My my apologies. Uh the niggas probably not probably, the nigga's the greatest shooter we've seen in this league. In this Mm -hmm. this lifetime, the next lifetime, like it is what it is. Tiffany asked me, "Is he like, in terms of stardom, the next up after Kobe and LeBron?" I'm like, "Niggas already there, and he's a baby face. He's a guy." Yeah, definitely. I think you said it last last week. There's no way in the world Aisha thought. That nigga would be the superstar that he is. He's turned out to be.
1: Yeah, I don't think nobody
0: did. Yeah, to remind niggas. Uh, yeah, I'm the only unanimous back to back MVP. Like, I think I think they got tired of hearing about KD. I think that's what happened.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I was like, all right, let's not forget we won. <laughs> we won 73 games. We did win the title the year before that. I think we, I think we're gonna be okay. All right, let's just show them. They're thirty-one and four without KD. Fam, <laughs> and they're like, all right, let's get back to Warriors basketball, strength and numbers, and we're gonna show the people.
0: Now, if Golden State can get just. The, the, the small contributions they're getting from the bench if they can continue getting that yeah, Shannon said "Katie just makes them unbeatable in seven games and without Katie, you might can beat them if you take them seven it's games them. right yeah. but trying to beat these niggas four times in yeah. one series good yeah. luck
1: what do you think Houston you think Houston will be back
0: Houston needs to blow up the whole thing
1: I got some hefty contracts in there.
0: Grow up the whole thing. Start with Dan Tony because that nigga is. C- c- <laughs>
1: <move>. <laughs> I think he's been proven that his, his system doesn't work. Like you'll win games, but you won't win chips.
0: I, I, I said we were going to have that conversation, and I think it's time to have that conversation about James and Chris nigga I don't want to hear another James Harden MVP I don't want to hear none of this talk about him being such a great player he's a regular season phenom Yeah I don't know what it is with him in the playoffs but the nigga just Nah, I, I don't want it, you take it I don't want it, you take it I don't want it, you take it and Chris Paul he was supposed to be a superstar, but he can't make it to the conference finals. I don't think he's ever made it to the conference finals.
1: <laughs> I think last year they was there. That was the conference finals, no?
0: Yeah, and he got injured. I'm yeah. sorry. Chris, yeah, got injured still. In game five.
1: yeah, that was his first time. Not all those years in the conference finals. It was like 14 but that's
0: something. That. Nigga, that's... you only been to the conference finals one time. Granted, your teams may not have been the best, but you were looked at as the premier point guard.
1: I saw somebody tweet watching Chris Paul resort to all these antics and dirty plays is really heartbreaking. It, it
0: and is I and I, it, it is. Uh, and, I, and that's what I said last week. I didn't I didn't realize he was such a dirty player. I thought he was a nice guy, but the niggas relying on, I'm going to say, antics. Yeah. And not, it's not the same Chris Paul that was before the injury last year. Something different happened to him. I don't know.
1: Yeah, even the whole thing with finding out Steph was in the gym the night before and he got wind of it and then he went and was like, nah, you can't, you can't get up no shots. You know, Steph was like, all right, I'll do half court. He was like, nah, you got to leave.
0: That's <laughs> just like that nigga. Like, what is that for? He should have snuffed that nigga, but that's what happens. Like you wake somebody like that. That's why the that nigga said, "Yeah, tell me to get off the court again." Like now you home,
1: right? <laughs> Vacation mode activated. <laughs> 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 but just like stuff like that, is like, come on, Chris. Like this is not high school.
0: I appreciate restoring the feeling. No, we at war. Go shoot someplace else. I, I appreciate that. But you got to then back that up. Like, yeah, I told him not to shoot on our, our court, but then a nigga sent you home. If the nigga would have did the Lilith um, bye-bye wave on a court, I'd have been like, all right. He
1: should have. He should have.
0: Do you think this is the best playoffs we've seen in a long time, just in totality? I think so. I think so. I think the NBA, um, the NBA, the fans thought without LeBron, it was going to be a, a very dry playoffs, but... Um, it,
1: it started off kind of shaky because the Celtics just, like, blew through the Pacers. And, um, the Bucks had, like, blew through the Pistons. So it was like, all right, like, come on, what is this? And then it picked up, like, second round it picked up. It was really competitive. Um, so, yeah, it's been good. It's, it's, it's been a good playoff season.
0: Who in the East gives Golden State the biggest fit in the finals? I would – well, both of them,
1: actually, because they're big. Like, Golden State doesn't have that size that they have, both the Bucks and the Raptors. Um, the Raptors have Sergi Baca, Paul Gasol, um, Siakam. Like, those guys are, like, big and long. Same thing with the Bucks: They Lopez, Giannis. Giannis is totally dominant. Um, this other European nigga, I don't know his name, white dude. Um, so they have, like, they have the size over Golden State. Um, they could probably small ball the Bucks. And get Lopez up out of there. So I would say the Raptors would pose the biggest the bigger threat to Golden State um than the Bucks. Plus the Bucks are really young. Like they're inexperienced. They've never been on that stage. You know what I mean? Like the Raptors have um Danny Green, Kawhi. Kyle Lowry has been in a few conference finals, although he's been very unsuccessful. Like he's been there <laughs> a few times. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ibaka, I believe, was there as well. If I'm not mistaken, I think wasn't he there with the Thunder versus the Heat?
0: Yeah, e? Was
1: Yeah, so you know, they have a lot of more experienced guys on the Raptors. The Bucks, you know, they're just young and young and ball, and I think it takes a little bit of experience to, to win at that level.
0: I think uh these next these two rounds here. Are gonna come down to coaching. Um, I don't think it's gonna be talent, but the coaching. How can you outcoach a Warriors team? How can you outcoach um, a Bucks or a Raptors team? I think that's what's gonna come down to. Like, are we prepared um, to deal with whatever's coming um, our way? And I think that's what is gonna separate um, whoever. Comes out from the east is are you prepared? You yeah. can have talent in the world, but are you prepared? And if you ain't prepared, get your camping gear. And-
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so shows. I got that one. It's a movie, though. Go for it. The the Ted Bundy joint on Netflix. Um, extremely wicked, shockingly evil. Yeah, one. I
1: was watching that. I fell asleep on it, so I got to go back.
0: I got to go back.
1: Email watched it. He said it was really good, so I'm gonna go back to it.
0: Yeah, that joint is uh, it's kind of different from the movie takes the approach of coming from the girlfriend's perspective and the documentaries of course comes from ted's perspective but it's it's pretty dope what about your shoe
1: um staying right on netflix dead to me
0: dead to me yeah it's
1: a dark comedy with Christina Applegate and cannot remember the other girl's name at the moment, but yeah, it's pretty good. I've Been these last two days. Um, it's only one season. I think it just started actually this this year. It came out this year. In this first season.
0: So yeah, hey. special. Next week I want to. If you haven't watched the uh, Wu-Tang uh, doc on Showtime, I want to talk about that.
1: I saw that when I went to go watch Billions the other day, and I was like, yeah, I need to check this out. Yeah. All right, I'm going to remind my, put a reminder on my phone to watch that.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's one I want to get into a conversation about, um, just on a business, the business end of hip-hop. Um, yeah, we'll- it next I don't wanna But That is all I have Happy birthday To Can't get the whole song Okay well uh, We used to do this uh, This is your Birthday song It isn't very long Hey That's what we <laughs> For people's <laughs> birthdays <laughs> So, I appreciate you. Thank gonna, you. Thank you, you, you very much.
1: You want to join, you know, for yourself. I mean, like, nigga, get in
0: your own I, birthday bag. I, I didn't want you to think that I was corny, but since you gave it, okay, nigga. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I want you to think a nigga was corny out in these streets. Happy birthday to the legend. The young god.
1: The young god. Little Hollywood, drop the little because we grown out
0: here. I'm just going to let this ride out until we hang up, but uh, that is all I have.
1: Get the excuses
0: for Monday. If you see me in the street, buy me a drink.
1: Happy birthday wishes to Corey. hollywood 82
0: on Instagram. Happy birthday. Keep, keep all the embarrassing photos. Thank you very much. It is my birthday. Baby
1: photos if you got toddler photos, adolescent that, that, photos.
0: That's my Ado woman
1: photos. Baggy jeans, big T photos.
0: See you guys next week.
1: Post them. Happy birthday!